Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you for tuning in. Well, week one is in the books for the Jaguars. They fell to the Commanders by a score of 28-22 to 22 after holding a 8-point fourth quarter lead. Right now, we've got some takeaways, some quick takeaways from the Jaguars' season opening loss to the Commanders in Washington, D.C. Penalties and self-inflicted wounds. My goodness. 13 penalties on the Jaguars today. For 90 yards. Unacceptable. Looked way too much like the Jaguars of old in that regard. From the penalty perspective, unacceptable. Multiple bad drops. A couple drops that could have led to touchdowns. Multiple misses by Trevor Lawrence. Missed Travis Etienne wide open for a would-be touchdown in the first half. Cannot throw that interception at the end of the game to close things out for the Jaguars' offense if you're Trevor Lawrence. You have to live to fight another down. Yes, it was third down, but that was four-down territory. Based on the game situation, you you were playing for four downs. You cannot throw that interception at the end of the game. The offensive line play was unacceptable at times, especially... On that final play where Trevor Lawrence chucked it up, Cam Robinson whiffed hard. Awful. Jawan Taylor got yanked from the game. Walker Little came in, didn't play much better. Luke Fortner picked up a penalty. But the worst of them, and I hate to come in and just be doom and gloom and and talk negatively about these people, because they are people, but they're players, and, and that's our job is to evaluate what happened. Ben Barch was horrific um, against the commanders, and I thought several times that maybe they would pull him for Cole Van Lonnen, who I think has played well for the Packers. Um, you know, the Jaguars just acquired him for a seventh-round pick a couple weeks back. I thought he played better than Ben Barch overall for the Packers uh, in the limited tape that we've seen from him. He was an All-American at Wisconsin. He's played well since he got into the NFL and limited reps, mostly preseason. I think it might be time to give that kid a shot. Coaching decisions. Some were interesting by Doug Peterson. Uh, you Obviously, you went for it a lot down close to the goal line. Uh, we know also that this is going to be a pass-first team. That's what Doug Peterson does. And analytics suggest that you should be a pass-first team most of the time. But 42 passes to 18 runs when you're averaging 6.8 yards per carry? That's unacceptable in my opinion. Uh, You know, James Robinson's averaging 6 yards a carry. Travis Etienne's averaging 11.8 yards per carry. Like, you got to give these guys the ball more. James Robinson had 11 carries and Etienne had 4. I know Etienne was disappointing in the passing game, but 15 carries... 
total between James Robinson and Travis Etienne, it's not enough. Certainly. Um, we know Doug's going to be aggressive, and we like that. But this was too unbalanced. Far too unbalanced. Uh, you know, uh, pass-to-run ratio. 42 passes to 18 runs. That's not going to get the job done, in my opinion, in the NFL. Because teams are going to just pull everyone back or blitz the crap out of you. And Trevor Lawrence did not handle the blitz very well in this one. Um, so, and neither did the offensive line really disappointing in that regard. Now Washington's defensive front, maybe the most talented defensive line in the game. Of course, Chase Young didn't play, but you still got Jonathan Allen, Montez sweat, Deron Payne, several very quality role players. Still not good enough by this Jaguars offensive line. You invested heavily in Cam Robinson. You invested heavily in Brandon Sheriff. You went out and and brought in Luke Fortner with a third-round pick. Juwan Taylor is a former second-round pick. It wasn't good enough. And and the, the Jaguars coaching staff and front office believed in bringing in Cam Robinson. They believed in sticking with Juwan Taylor slash Walker Little at right tackle. They didn't think they needed to bring in another guard to compete with Ben Barch. Didn't look good. I will say there were plenty of holes in the running game, but I think Washington was daring the Jaguars uh, to throw the ball a little bit. Washington was saying, yeah, you can run the ball, sure. That's not going to get you in the end zone. There was some good and some bad from Trevor Lawrence. Um, Too much bad. Too many misses. Too many poor decisions. Again, it doesn't help when you've got, you know, pass rushers screaming into the backfield consistently. But not good enough. I do think Scott Turner, the Washington Commanders offensive coordinator, outcoached every other play caller in this one. When you look at uh, his direct matchup with Mike Caldwell, I think he got the better of Mike Caldwell on several occasions just with the the play calling, play design, and the play setup throughout the game. Um, I think that I think that the Jaguars called a pretty good offensive game outside of the fact that it was so unbalanced between run and pass. You know, you had some very, very creative concepts and good concepts that got players open. Execution wasn't quite where it needed to be sometimes. You know, would you be complaining about the 42 passes to 18 rushes if two more of those passes were caught for touchdowns? <laughs> like they probably should have been. Or, or if one of those passes was more on target for Travis Etienne in the end zone? Yeah, you can certainly make that argument. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I do like that you see Doug Peterson on the, on the sideline and he's cool, calm, collected. He has it all together. It looks like he's just ready for the next moment, ready to take it on. And, and that's what you should expect from a veteran head coach, from a head coach that has had this much, much success in the NFL, a guy who's been around the game forever at this level. 
The team is still very young. So many new pieces, all attempting to come together. It didn't quite happen for the Jaguars today. Again, you have a rookie offensive coordinator, not calling plays, still. Press Taylor's never been an offensive coordinator before. You have a rookie defensive coordinator who is calling plays. You have a second-year quarterback, first year in the system. You have seven new starters on offense. You have six new starters on defense. You have a brand-new kicker who's never kicked in a game for you. It didn't quite come together against the the commanders in this one, and it really should have. It was self-inflicted wounds and penalties for the Jaguars that really cost them the game. There are other things you can look at and critique, certainly, as we are right now, but uh, overall, it just wasn't good enough to get the job done. I thought Devin Lloyd really struggled on defense. Again, this was his first regular season game, first-round pick. Um, He did not get to play very much throughout training camp. He played in one preseason game at the end. He didn't look ready, in my opinion, out there. And that's a really talented young football player. Did not look ready. Shaq Griffin, he cannot make it that easy for Terry to get that score in that critical moment in the game. Can't let it happen. And, uh, you know, the help over the top was a little bit lost, too. But Shaq just got burned. I mean, it was easy. Carson Wentz didn't even have to be accurate with that one. And he wasn't for a lot of the game. He missed on a, on a more than a handful of throws, did Carson Wentz, as we expected. Darius Williams started off incredibly poor. Maybe not a big surprise, considering this guy did not play at all in the preseason. You know? Very difficult. Um, Want to talk about some good things, though. Some, some standout performances real quick. Christian Kirk, unbelievable. I think everyone that was talking smack about his payday, you know, now you look at that, that contract, it looks really good. He comes in here, six catches for 117 yards. Really, really impressive. 19.5 yards per catch for Christian Kirk. He was getting open early and often. He was making uh, really, he made some difficult catches. He certainly showed off his route running ability, his speed and quickness. Thought he had a hell of a game. Hell of a game for Christian Kirk. James Robinson, another guy. He didn't play in preseason. Doesn't matter. Does not matter for James Robinson, who caught one pass, scored a touchdown on that pass, carried the ball 11 times for 66 yards and another touchdown. Unbelievably good performance by him. Needed to get the ball more. Tyson Campbell, what an interception. He was just waiting on Carson Wentz to throw that ball, and he was ready for it. He jumped that route. It was a thing of beauty. Knew exactly where he needed to get to pick that ball off. That was beautiful. Trevon Walker, he he did not have an incredibly consistent game, but his splash plays were game changers. Big-time sack. Big-time interception. Uh, It was certainly a lot closer to the line of scrimmage, but really reminiscent of uh, the interception he had against the Gators where you you don't see him, and then he flashes, and then his length and athleticism, he just snatches the ball out of the air. He looks like he's going to be a problem for a long time, and, and you love to see that. Rounding this out, though, look. One of the biggest concerns for the Jaguars was red zone scoring. That is still a concern. 
think the other biggest concern you look at here is is the penalties. You can't you can't win every week with 13 penalties. It's hard to do it. Very hard to do it. There's a lot more that needs to be corrected, but with how new this this core of of coaching and players is, I think a lot of it will be corrected. I think this is a good coaching staff, and I think there's a lot of talent on this roster. I think if there's one thing you can look at from this game, you can't look at this game and be like, well, the Jaguars just were not as good as that team. You can't say that. They have the talent to compete. Now they've got to put it all together and capitalize. A lot to learn from, a lot to correct. It was week one. You see good teams struggle in week one every single year. You're seeing it today. Is this a good team? We'll find out. After one week, it doesn't look like it. It does look like a talented team that uh, can't get out of its own way. They'll have to clean it up. Up next for the Jaguars is the Colts in week two in Jacksonville. Jags haven't lost to the Colts in Jacks since 2014. We'll see how it plays out. The Colts just tied with the Texans, so... Uh, the Jaguars did not fall too far behind those two teams who both are 0-0-1. The Jaguars are now 0-1. Titans are still competing in the 4 o'clock window. That will do it. Thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. If you want to support the channel further, you can check genjag.com, pick up some new gear, or you can also become a channel member here on YouTube. Links in the description below. Thank you so much. Hope you're able to enjoy the rest of your Sunday, Duval. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.